What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the living room, or TLR for short. I am so pumped that you are here. We are so pumped that you are here. If you have no idea what you stumbled upon or you forgot since last time, TLR is a podcast and a community where we talk about life and faith and honestly, whatever else comes up. We created this community for anyone who wants to join in on these conversations. If you want to get more connected with us, finding us on Instagram is the best way. We'd love for you to join us, meet new people, and get connected with all the different things we have going on around here. Don't worry, we linked all that in our description. Well, that's enough for me, for now. But wherever you are in your life journey, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. It inspires you to continue this conversation and to take your next step in your faith journey. Enjoy. What's up, fine people of the TLR Ooh, podcast? Mix it up. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Caught yeah. me off guard. My uh, <clears throat> today in our living room. We got Emma, we got Sarah, and they were trying to predict what I was going to say because it's been the same every episode. I like this one. This is so, a good one. Find people, find people in the living room. Podcast. What is up? Uh, I am so, so excited that we are doing this. We, uh, I think we got a great episode in store. Uh, hopefully, right? Okay. Emma's like not confident in that at all. I just Thanks. feel like you say that every episode and I mean, it's, it's been true. Yeah. I know. I love it's, it. I love it's, the confidence. I don't want to, you know, you said... What, what else was like? Yeah, guys, just so you it's know, gonna heads up. This episode ain't gonna today. <laughs> okay, so I'll just turn it off now. Okay, I'm not gonna say that. It sets the bar high. I like I, it. I know. They, you rise to the expectations. Ooh. Look uh, at that. Starting off strong already. How you guys doing? It's, it's been a minute since we've podcast. Been a while. Like, you know, how you guys doing? Doing good. Great. Sorry. That's, it, that, that's how good you're doing? You're no, I'm doing good. good. I was trying to put my my drink down without making a lot of noise, but no. <laughs> I make a lot of noise. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm running on like two hours of sleep. So yeah, you have a bag in front of us, and that's we, scary. Who knows what's going to come out of my mouth? <laughs> oh, my my uh, lovely son uh, just was up all night. And yeah, if anybody listening knows how to like factory reset your oh, kid, and somebody can let me know how to like just like fix that, because... Anyway, not sleeping is not fun. Yeah. Doesn't sound fun. But I got a bang, so I'm good. <laughs> I, you know what? Listen, here's what I've been. I, I, what I have you been learning? Need, I, well, here's the thing. So, you know how, like, at the time of recording, like, the episodes that are coming out are these emotion ones? Yeah. Okay, which if you guys haven't listened to, you totally should. But I don't know if it's because of recording those or what, but. I think something's going on in my life and Same. I don't know what it is mm-hmm. because I've always listened to a lot of Taylor Swift, but now I only exclusively listen to Taylor Swift. I try oh, listening I to that. other music mm-hmm. and I can't. And I'm wondering if like my heart's broken and I don't know it. You need like, to. Taylor I Swift don't really know. is one of the only times you feel other emotions. Other True. Anger. I, I, I think, I don't know if it's that, that I, like, I'm like trying. I don't know. I, I just... Guys, like, I'm, I've tried listening to other artists that I like, and I can't do it because I'm just like, I could be listening to Taylor right now. <laughs> like, it's so that's bad. So funny. I don't know what's wrong with me. So, anyway, that's how my life's going. I don't going. think anything's wrong with you, too. I don't so think it's amazing. Yeah. So. But I, I love that it comes. I, I think you just want to feel things. Maybe. Yeah. That's scary. I know. <laughs> it It is. I do think that that's part of me that, like, I don't know, broken probably too strong, but, like, yeah, you're aware know. of it now because i'm aware know. of it now and it scares me you're like oh man, man. ever since that i feel like i need to like <laughs> ever since the emotions podcast i feel like i listened to it back and i was like i feel like people are gonna think i'm insane and i feel like <laughs> i just need to put that out there that you are i, I mean i kind insane. of insane but not as bad as that podcast makes it sound i'm just learning about my emotions 23 years later there's no way anybody can talk about their emotions and not like feel insane. insane true yeah because like it because what you feel i mean that's the whole thing feeling versus logic like like we talk about a lot of time when you start saying that it just sounds crazy true. anyway sorry back to our that's, podcast that's not really what we're talking about but i just that is what's going on in my life is i mm. only exclusively listening to taylor swift and i concern it's like 
hours a day and it's just hey, by the time this episode comes out red will be out Ooh, um, yeah, yeah that, <laughs> dude i can't wait for that freaking taylor's version let's go okay <laughs> as much as i would love to talk about taylor swift uh the whole podcast um that's not what we're, what we're talking about um the question that i have for us is uh we'll start off here that what are some things y- y'all hope for and uh, to give you some time to think about it, um, to set this up a little bit more, that I think this is something we all have. Like we all have hopes and dreams. We talk about that all the time around Sojourn. But sometimes, like I think they can just be um, in the back of our mind, and we don't really like uh, name them or say like, "Here's something I'm hoping for." Uh, for instance, I think most people would say, you know, if you want to have a family, that you hope you have a great family and have a great family relationship. But, like, that's not something that we go around, like, saying, like, oh, hey, Emma, how you doing? Great. Uh, hoping for how, a family. Like, hoping for a great family. Okay, cool. All right. Just ask how you're doing, weirdo. Like, and so sometimes we don't name our hopes. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important um, that if you've never named them to, to think about them. So uh, I'm going to put you guys on the spot with a microphone and say, name oh. your hopes. <laughs> I can't. So <laughs> this is really funny because I was literally just doing this yesterday. Um, this is kind of surface level, but I so badly just want to see the Northern Lights and go to Iceland. So I don't know. That's my, one of my hopes is that I can get to Iceland one day and see the Northern Lights. I know it's kind of surface level and we'll get there, but I just needed to get that out there. (laughs) No, I, uh, our boy, uh, Bob Goff talks about how you need, you need multiple levels of hopes and dreams. So So, Sarah made me read that book. Which one? Dream, Dream big. big. Oh. Yeah, he talks about that. So change your life, right? Good. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, I think that's a good one. I, mean, I I do want a family, a great one. Yeah. <laughs> you say when? Yeah. Like, like next Down three the years, line. Down years. the line. <laughs> Who are you gonna marry? <laughs> um, we're not having this conversation. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, funny. Just kidding. Sarah, what about you? What's something you hope for? I think. The first thing I can think of is kind of related to what we get to do mm-hmm. at Sojourn, but it's that like college students would have a community that loves and cares for them because yep. I just know like when I was in college, that was something that I hoped for and that I was able to have because mm-hmm. of Sojourn, mm-hmm. but I also know that not a lot of people have that. Yeah. So one of my hopes is that everybody can experience that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a good that's, one. That is. I think um, on... <laughs> I, I just... This is where my mind went. Oh no! That on my surface, so I, have, I, I mean, I have yeah. deeper level ones, but my surface level one that is currently driving a lot of things because of my, I don't know, whatever emotional situation. Like I, I've never wanted this before, but oh. now like I want to get all of uh, Taylor Swift's records on vinyl. Oh. And I just want to have all of them. And Do you like, even have a record player? No, I mean, I'd get one oh, okay. too. Like, I want a whole, which then led to, I want a whole, like, music reading mm-hmm. nook situation and, like, just, like, mostly mm. Taylor Swift and yeah. just whatever. I but like it. That's, um, that's a good hope. That's one of my hopes. Um, but then, yeah, on a deeper level, like, I mean, I have a family and I think we're good. And I hope that I think we you're stay great. Good. <laughs> I hope we stay good. I mean, it's, Something my wife Amanda and I talk about all the time is that like we want like our our biggest hope and our bullseye and we totally stole this from somebody, but when our kids are adults and they're gone, we want them to want to hang out with mm-hmm. us. That's a good and that, one. That is like above all else. That is like the bullseye. Um, mm-hmm. That when yeah, that when our kids don't have to hang out with us, that they want to. And part of that comes from that's what I have with my family. Like mm-hmm. it's. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Amanda um, and my sister-in-law comment on it. Actually, people comment on it all the time. They're like, all of you want to be together. And it's mm-hmm. so weird because, <laughs> like, most people don't have that with their siblings. They yeah. definitely don't have it with their parents. I remember one time, I was actually thinking about this on the way in that uh, to our studio. Uh, <laughs> but one time, my mom was at some mom's group, mm-hmm. and I just happened to be driving by where they were meeting, and I saw her getting out of the car, and I just whipped it in. This is like on a main road, and like I wasn't planning to see her or anything, but I just whipped it in because I had something quickly I wanted Aww. to tell her. Like, I was like, Mom, check this out. Like, this thing, whatever. So anyway, 
So that's sweet. Um, but then she goes, she tells me this later that she goes into the mom's group meeting and everybody's like, is everything okay? Like, is Nate okay? Like, oh. like, is everything? And she's like, yeah, he just wanted to talk to me. Like, no, like, you can tell us is there something wrong. Oh, and that's like, really sweet. Sweet. I should start saying cute, sweet. All these moms were like, they, they, like, they couldn't wrap their mind around that. I just that's like, really kind of sad, though. I, uh, yeah. that's, that's what we talked about. They're like, yeah. well, this isn't normal. Like, you guys don't just, your kids don't just like, hey, mom, what, <laughs> what up? up? And so, anyway. I've spent probably way too much time on that, but that is a huge hope. That's a good one. Um, yeah. Sarah, you've only shared, shared surface level. Okay, I'm okay, Emma. Gang, gang. Yeah, no, God. <laughs> Guys, that's that two hours of sleep. <laughs> I'm like, looking I at shared you. something deep. It's I can share a surface yeah. level. Oh, you my want me gosh. To. Wow. Okay. I think that's the first time that's ever happened. I'm surprised. I, I know. Wow. I, I, wow. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> okay. stop. Emma, I will share a deeper one, and then I'll share some surface. surface there we go, and I'm gonna sip my energy drink when okay. we talk. There we go. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like my hope right now, again, is somewhat related to our our like sojourn, but I would love for students in Newport specifically to get to experience this community. Um. Like Molly and I were sitting on campus yesterday and apparently now Salve has like fire pits out and like Adirondack chairs. And we were like, this is amazing. And we were just sitting there like a student ended up coming and sitting with us, but it was so cool to sit there and like kind of just get to dream and see that we were sitting there like, like imagine just getting to sit here around a fire and like have really good conversations with students. And then we did that and it was just so cool to like, I hope that we can reach more students there and like mm. experience that. That's mm. awesome. I hope that for you. Thanks. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I think a, like a surface level hope for me is I want to hike either all or part of the Appalachian trail. Ooh. I used to say all of it, but I, I don't know if that will happen. You got so all at summer. Least yeah. I, but like, I think um, if I were to hike all of it, I would want to do it like, all the way through mm-hmm. and that takes like you months. need to yes months yeah. and i can't do that so you can do that part of it i mean and you can do it <laughs> maybe at some point yeah, yeah. at some point <laughs> i feel like not tomorrow not, yeah you can't just like right. go leave tomorrow but i mean you can start we totally could small plan. yeah, yeah. we could hike mount manana <laughs> that's true I just, like, guys i just really want to hike i just want to hike like so badly oh yeah that's, especially yeah. now when the leaves changing. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. I, I just did it this past weekend. It was amazing. I, I bet. I you went to leaf peepers? Was, yep. yep. Oh. We were total leaf peepers. I love it. That's, that's why we got married in the fall. Did you really? Just kidding. Oh. But, I was like, that's such a good reason. <laughs> but it is one of the benefits. You get pumpkin spice, everything, and leaves changing. Yeah. So, you know, <clears throat> there's a there's ton of things to hope for. I think, you know, some of you listening, like some of you have shared your hopes with us before, which is awesome. I think it's actually a um, really, I, I'm honored when somebody shares something that they hope for, or dream for, because that does start to reveal, like, I mean, like already we still see that, you know, Sarah wants to hike and Emma, some of your dreams about, you know, uh, seeing the Northern Lights and Newport and like, like that's, that's part of who you are. You know, you're letting it, letting people into that. And so when, when people share their career hopes or dreams or their, um, you know, relationship dreams or just any of these dreams that like those, that, that is a special, uh, moment. And, and I'm always honored whenever somebody shares. And so I know that a lot of us have hopes, uh, for, for these different types of things. I want to talk though about a specific hope that I know the three of us have that um are are a thing that we put our hope in mm-hmm. um that some people may may wrestle with putting their hope in and for for us I know that a huge part of our life is that we put our hope as best we can we try to put our hope in Jesus mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people you know, I, I know a lot of people struggle doing that. I even we struggle to do that mm-hmm. all the time. Um, I very consistently, and I say this all the time. I very consistently, I want to put my hope and trust in Jesus, but I doubt Him 
daily. <laughs> and, yep. and, and part of what it comes from is that like, I think I could do better. I think I have better plans or directions, which I know is arrogant to say out loud, but that's exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. And so even I struggle with that, but I know other people based off of stories that I've heard, like they, they struggle with that as well. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I guess like, you know, to, to get that conversation rolling, like why, you know, kind of two parts here I, that I want to explore. Why do we still put our hope in Jesus? And then, you know, we've all heard stories of people who haven't, we all have friends who haven't and which totally understand, totally respect. But where do you think some of that struggle is or um, some of those differences? And so not that we can fully speak for anybody, but mm-hmm. I do think we've been in a unique position where we get to hear lots of yeah. stories and maybe somebody listening, <laughs> you know, they can relate to either side of that. But there's a lot there. You guys can start <laughs> yeah. to unpack that. Go oh, ahead. Wow. Yeah. I think as you're talking about that, Nate, I think one of the first things that like, I think we should kind of talk about is like what it looks like to like put your hope in something. Mm-hmm. And so I think like, it's easy to look at examples of people that are like placing their hope in their job or placing their hope like in a relationship or anything like that, that if, for example, like if you place your hope in getting a certain job and then you get that job, but then you get fired, like your hope is immediately destroyed because you were putting so much like, um, all your eggs in one basket. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. I see people do this with relationships all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think jobs and relationships are the two biggest things that, people put their hopes in a lot of times (laughs) yes and but the thing is when you're placing your hopes in things like that that are constantly changing or that aren't really guaranteed then your hope is just going to fluctuate depending on whether you're in a relationship or not or whether you have a good job or not and that's exhausting yeah it's exhausting and it's like really sad because those things yes and traumatic (laughs) all of those things because those things are not constant and Mm -hmm they're not like a steady foundation to place your hope in. And I think that that's why what you were saying, Nate, why we can place our hope in Jesus, because that is way more constant than anything else. Because our hope in Jesus can be a firm foundation. Mm -hmm. I agree a hundred percent. The part that I want to explore, because I know somebody listening is probably like, okay, that's great for you guys. But like, I went to church and it was boring or it was bad or I met this Christian and uh, some Christians are nice, but then I met this one Christian that was really mean and hurt my family mm-hmm. or yeah. my uh, my brother came out as gay and a bunch of Christians just disowned us. Uh, so why would I put my hope mm-hmm. in anything that that, that stuff happens? Or, I mean, <laughs> you can all it takes is hopping on Facebook or Googling and yeah. you can find some really bad uh, stories about Christians, about religious people. And, and we hear those. And so like, while I agree with you, I, I know that yeah. somebody yeah. listening 100%. is like, yeah, that's nice. And like, I, you know, Sarah, Emma's, you guys are fine. Nate, he's okay. But like, <laughs> but like, I just don't agree because like, why would I put my hope right. in something that <laughs> is so divisive, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. negative? I have personal pain and experience that like, like it's not, it's not, I, the thing that breaks my heart the most is I hear people, I will hear a story that, and none of this is like theoretical, like, oh yeah, like sometimes other Christians hurt people or Christians hurt people and stuff. No, they've experienced it directly. Yeah. And so it's not even a, you know, it, it's not a irrational thought or fear. It yes. is very rational. 100%. They've experienced it. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys have the same experience. And so hearing stories like that. And so why knowing that that stuff exists, mm-hmm. knowing that it happens, I would even say experiencing it either directly or indirectly through our personal lives or, you know, our friendships. Mm-hmm. Why do we still put our hope in Jesus? I think I know that's deep. I totally understand this. I've had this conversation the other day of just how, like, especially in our circumstances when talking to people, they have a really hard time. And I even have had a really hard time 
of like understanding that the church and Jesus, like although they're they're connected, the church is not always a good representation of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that it kind of hit me was the church is full of broken people, no matter what church you're in, it's mm-hmm. full of very broken, very hurt people. So therefore there's a good chance you're going to get hurt by one of those very broken, very hurt people, which is again, totally understandable. Um, but it also, I think that's part of the reason that it's so hard for people to put their hope in Jesus is because they align those two of that. Like, right. and I, again, I totally understand it. Like I've been around people that have experienced that. I've experienced that, that like hurt people, hurt people, like the church yeah. is full of broken people. But what I always come back to is my experience with just Jesus. And oftentimes that's not in a church or not around like the building the church or anything like that. And I think in those moments of when like I have those doubts of like, Jesus is just going to hurt me like these people did too. Mm -hmm. He just continually shows up in Mm -hmm. ways that again, it's, I'm, I'm I'm thinking back to the the phrase thin places Mm -hmm. that we always talk about, about how like it's this moment where like heaven and earth collide and you get a glimpse of what, like mm-hmm. the garden city or whatever like is really like the kingdom mm-hmm. of god is really like and every time i've experienced that and i fully experienced jesus it's always been with like people that it's just like true authentic fun and community mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. outside of a church at a game night or it's been like out in creation like mm-hmm. fully experiencing like what this is like this is how god meant the world to be yeah. or it's been these moments of like really big pain and hurt and heartbreak but there's in this little glimmer of Jesus being like, no, I got you. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is it's never the people. It's just been this experience of God just kind of like tapping me on the shoulder and being like, no, 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 mm-hmm. I'm still here. And like, you can still put your hope in me. Yeah. And that's what I go back to is those yeah. moments of it's never been about the people around me. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. always been about just me and Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And Sarah, I'll let you unpack in a second, but I just, I feel like this is really important to say too that like oftentimes when I hear other Christians, which is what we are, talk about this, I I um it feels like that there's a motivation to be like, you know, talk about this and be like, and this is why you should come back to church. And I just wanna like state up front, that is not what we're saying nope. at all. Mm-hmm. Um that like because because if you've experienced any of this stuff directly or indirectly through somebody you really care about, we I, I really do understand um, the the heartbreak that that can cause, the emotions, like the just the struggle that that can cause. And in mm-hmm. no way am I trying to say that, like you know, so, so Emma, when you were sharing what you're sharing, like you know how people experience that and stuff, but then for you, there's something different about your direct personal relationship mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Jesus. None of that is to excuse the hurt that people mm-hmm. cause right. you, or that the church, not at all, or that a church may have done to you, or any of that. Like none of this is ever an excuse to be like and go back to the church, yeah. go back to the place that hurt you, like mm-hmm. any of that. And so, because that's something that I know people wrestle mm-hmm. with. <laughs> like I, again, like because I have so many friends that have experienced hurt is something I'm super sensitive to that being like, well, you know, cause, cause again, I, I agree with you. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like the truth is even the person who's been hurt, Can't they've hurt somebody somehow. else. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And like, this is true for all of us. That's still not a reason. Like, so just suck it up and not stay at all. Oh there. my gosh. Okay. No, get out. Yeah. Okay. Like you, you are worth people loving you mm-hmm. and not hurting you. And so if people are hurting you, get the F out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and don't let that happen because mm-hmm. I believe so strongly that you are a son or daughter of God mm-hmm. and he does not want you to be in a toxic situation and hurting. And so, get out and do not hear anything we say is being like, well, stick around and keep getting hurt. Or <laughs> yeah. Keep not experiencing as, that. Yeah. And so not at all. I know that's not what you're saying, but I was, just, I I was like, <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah, I, I get so, I get way too passionate. No, no, <laughs> it, I don't that. think you get way too. I think it's true. I think like if I'm thinking of those like times, it's, it's never been in a church or mm-hmm. like, it's never been in these like super like quote unquote religious experiences. It's like 
never or like set religious mm-hmm. times. It's never been those times mm-hmm. or we're in a round of church. It's like honestly usually the farthest thing from a church that I've experienced God or it's yeah. like and it's truly been just Jesus and I. And I do think part of that like it's taken me years to like like mm-hmm. even I grew up in the church and it still has taken me years to fully understand that like and I don't know if I fully understand it or like remember that but like the church isn't a true representation of Jesus and like mm-hmm. that's hard because that's what we can like physically associate him with these mm-hmm. days but or what most people commonly associate him with but it's not like it's it's, it's yeah it is separate it's separate but it's together but, but, but it's it, separate right and yeah. like and, and it is a represent i mean and that's the thing is that the idea was that it is a representation but is it always but it's the good not. one no and so then of course people like i, I think that's probably what we're saying of mm-hmm. course people naturally go okay well <laughs> this church hurt me so jesus hurt me and then jesus hurt me yeah and yeah. i and i understand 100 percent um uh, the last thing, and then I'll let Sarah talk. But like, because yeah, <laughs> the other part of this too that I always get so passionate about that this is wrong, and again, not what we're saying, is that like you like you know yeah a church hurt you, but there's good churches out there and stuff. Which I agree, there are good churches mm-hmm. out there. Okay, um, but there, there's not perfect churches, but Never. there are good mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. But that still does not <laughs> excuse a church hurting you, or you, or even be you know. It's not a reason to be like, um, you know, oh, get just back suck out it there, up yeah. and go to a yeah. new one or anything like that. Like none of that's what we're saying. I get so frustrated when I'm like, yeah, yeah, churches hurt you and they're not perfect, but like you just got to go find a good one. That's not how you deal with hurt. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like like go back into a situation eerily similar to the one you just got yeah. out of that hurt you. Okay, <laughs> no, like if you need healing, you need healing. Okay, yeah. and so anyway, that's my high horse. I just <laughs> I just so passionately like know that like if you've been hurt or someone hurt like like i want to validate that as much as possible because mm-hmm. i feel like too often People we can skip it. over that mm-hmm. and and your hurt's real and the thing is jesus sees it and it breaks his heart mm-hmm. i i fundamentally believe that so yeah anyway sarah you can talk <laughs> thank you <laughs> um, no i think everything you said you guys both said i agree with and i think I think one of the things that breaks my heart the most is seeing people that have been hurt by churches or by people that are claiming to be Christians and using the name of Jesus to hurt other people. And I think like if that has been your experience, we are so sorry that that has happened to you. And like, I think it can be so easy, like what Emma and Nate were just saying to kind of intertwine those experiences with Jesus. And when we do that, it gets becomes this like jumbled mess. And I think, I think part of like healing and part of being able to really understand what it means to put your hope in Jesus is being able to separate out your experience from who Jesus actually is. Mm -hmm. Because I think like what both Emma and Nate were just saying, like people hurt people all the time. And so like you're going to get hurt and like we've all (laughs) been hurt by people before and like that's just the reality of living in a broken world I mean I think back to like the creation story when like it was designed that all of these relationships with God ourselves others in nature were perfect all perfect but then sin entered the world and now all those relationships are completely destroyed and I think like what we believe is that God sent Jesus to help restore those relationships and so i think when we're actually what emma was saying when we're actually able to experience jesus for who he truly is that then those relationships with god with ourselves with others and with nature can like begin to heal and i think a lot of times that doesn't happen necessarily in like a specific church building Mm -hmm. or around people that are like claim to be super religious but it happens in a community where you can like wrestle through those things or share your hurt or share things that you have questions about and actually be able to understand like who Jesus actually is and why he's worth putting your hope in. Because if you're equating Jesus with your church experience, like definitely don't put your hope in that because that's not a good idea to put your hope in something that's going to hurt you. Yeah. But I think when we're able to separate Jesus from that, we can understand and recognize like, Jesus is worth putting your hope in because mm-hmm. he is not those experiences and he came to 
heal those experiences. Yeah. So I think that that That's like so being weird. able to separate those things is really important. It's hard, but oh, it's, it's a important. Huge mess. Like yeah. It's yeah. Like, I think the like the other question to wrestle with if this is something you're wrestling with is the natural thing for people to do is to be selfish mm-hmm. and to hurt other people. Mm-hmm. That's that's what comes naturally. Like it is easier for me to think about myself and what I need mm-hmm. or want than to think about anybody else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I know what I need or I know what I want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I, and, and if my needs and wants bump against yours, okay, well, I like mine better. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Move like, over. You know? Okay. And so that's natural. And I think the question to wrestle with is why doesn't that happen more? Um, <clears throat> and, or, or like, you know, the hope would be Jesus. What he points to is that that's not the best way to mm-hmm. live. And that is what people who claim to follow him should be working towards mm-hmm. is not living that way. But again, they're not perfect. Again, doesn't excuse anything. I think the other thing too, is that like you started to say that like, you know, your relationship with Jesus, I, we, we keep saying this, but your relationship with Jesus like that's its own thing versus mm-hmm. your relationship with church, your relationship with sojourn, your relationship with me as a person, like all these things, mm-hmm. like separating them out. Um, and, and again, I, we keep underscoring the importance of that, but it's, it is so challenging because of all the things we've said. And I just, just on the emotional level, you just like people claim to speak for God mm-hmm. <laughs> or they, they they claim to be speaking God's truth and and it's hard not to just associate that and so yeah I, I know that I'm just recapping yeah. what you said but like it just it just as you're talking I'm just like it just dawned on me like how messy that really mm-hmm. can be um but yeah I, I I think too on the other side of this I I think a challenge that I've had in my life and that I think other people have is that like they can, they do the thing that you said, they put their hope in church mm-hmm. or they put their hope in, you know, the Bible or they put their hope in things, but they actually aren't putting their hope in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so they go to church, they're involved in church. They're great. They're at everything the church does. But then once they're outside of that, well, yeah. I mean, that's it. Like yeah. there's, it, there's right. no other impact on their life. And, and and to those people, and, and I've been there, I'm like, again, you're still not putting your hope in Jesus. Yeah, it's cool. You go to church, and you have a Bible verse in your bio, and you just, yeah. you know, hashtag, you know, I love my church, and all that stuff, which is great. Mm-hmm. But that's not Ex- Jesus. But still not <laughs> Jesus. Like, 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 you still, like, like, the thing that makes Jesus so revolutionary, and, I mean, he was... I mean, this is what sets Jesus apart from everything else is that he was like, he said, the invitation was to put your hope in him and him mm-hmm. alone. Like, like you have to be crazy or telling the truth to, to invite people to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was not put your hope in this set of people, yeah. this idea, this doctrine, this belief. No, mm-hmm. put your hope in me. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I think even Christians, they can say that, but then. I think we can be putting our hope in the Bible and a pastor mm-hmm. and a priest and an institution and a church and an organization and all those things while they're good, they can be good. It's still not, not Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Like, and I just all the time, I'm like Jesus said to put our hope yeah. in him. I feel like that breaks my heart even more than the other situation. Just a little bit because they're so close. I but know. yet so still far off from putting their hope in Jesus. And I feel like that it's the worst is that they like think they have mm-hmm. and they yeah. just haven't. And, and it makes me really sad. Yeah. And I think the thing that's like hard about that is like putting your hope in like a church or an institution or in like a pastor or a priest or whatever, like that's just as bad as putting your hope in a, re- like in a whether job, you're in a relationship, a relationship or whether you're in a job, yep. because like 100%. what happens if that church shuts down or what happens if when they do like, hurt you or yeah, if they do or hurt if you. It, yeah. That or if you get hurt by those something people. something really bad. Yeah. Like that, it's just all going to come crumbling. Your down. hope is going to be destroyed. Yeah. yeah. And then that makes sense why people, have like walked away from churches mm-hmm. if that's what you're placing your hope in mm-hmm. oh 100 percent. and yeah it just is so messy and 100%. i do think sorry nate go ahead no you go okay <laughs> i i feel like the one thing that we've kind of said but indirectly is just like 
it's still hard to put your faith in Jesus. Like mm-hmm. we, I feel like we're not that we're saying it's easy, but like, we're just like, yeah, like all these things are so hard to put your faith in. So like still put your faith in Jesus or your hope in Jesus. But like, I, I, I just feel like we gotta be like, it's still like, mm-hmm. it's hard and I get it. And we've all been there, but it's still worth it. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, we're going to circle. That's what we're going to close oh, sorry. on. So it's a way to read my mind. <laughs> Got it. Uh, I think the last thing I have before we, okay. I want us to explore that okay. um, because none of us are perfect. Oh, this, yeah. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, none of this is easy. None of this happens overnight. Mm. Uh, and so we'll unpack that a little more in a second because okay. the worst thing for anybody listening to do would be walk away and be like, well, I'm going to put my hope in. TLR because they seem to <laughs> do it well or apparently Emma, Sarah, and Nate know how to do this so I'm going to just trust them and put my hope in them. Don't do that. Wrong. Don't nope. do that. Incorrect. Um, and we'll give you all the reasons in just a minute. Show me bad answer. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I do think that like it, the, the last kind of like story that I have in my mind is that I think that there is also a segment of people who they haven't had like a directly like super bad traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. They have, and I think this might be the majority of people that they haven't had a super traumatic bad experience. They've had a few good experiences, but just overall, it's just eh mm-hmm. with church. I'm just eh, yeah. like like I'm just it's that's the place I go, and like I mean like I think especially for uh, our generation right now, like the thing is mm-hmm. they they haven't they. They've been to church, okay? Mm-hmm. The reason that they don't go and the reason we're seeing huge declines in church attendance is not because people are like, oh, I wonder what happens in there. And, oh, this is so cool. No, people know what happens. And they're like, eh, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and there's many reasons for that that we've covered. But, again, Jesus' goal and invitation was never to get you to go to church. Mm-hmm. It was never to get you to be part of a certain church or to find the best one or any of that. Jesus's invitation was that if you put your hope in him, that you will grow as an individual, Mm -hmm. that you will, will start working at having a better life. Um, the way Jesus says is that I've come that you may have a full life, life to the fullest. And, and that's the invitation. And now, and you can disagree with that. And you can wrestle with that, but that is the invitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is not to join Sojourn. It is not to go to this church. It is not to follow this pastor. It is definitely not to follow Nate. And that is not the invitation. The invitation is is to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. And and you can wrestle with that. And a lot of other things we talk about at TLR point to why we think you should. But that is always the invitation mm-hmm. that I want to point to because that's the one Jesus pointed to. And so again, any and all reasons that people struggle with this, I under I, I, I think I understand. I may not know your personal story, but I think I understand. And but I just I constantly like like we keep saying, I'm just like, that's not the invitation Jesus has though. Like mm-hmm. I don't like this is a hot take. Okay. I'll I'll stand by on it. Ready? I don't care if you go to church. That is a hot take. <laughs> Thank you so much. What do you care about? I care if you consider following Jesus. There I mean, you go. That That's is a hot thing take. That you need to wrestle with. Yeah. Okay. And if church helps you, great. If it doesn't help you, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think you need to consider following Jesus. So, on that note. That's something we all want to do, mm-hmm. but let's be honest, not perfect at. <laughs> yeah. um, I already talked about how I struggle with trusting, um, and I'll give another example. But what have been, this is where we get real vulnerable, what have been some challenges for where, where my you guys? Glasses? <laughs> uh, what, yeah, what have been some challenges for you guys putting your hope in Jesus? Because, again, this all sounds nice, but why is that still a challenge for you, even though it's something you want to mm-hmm. do? who wants to be vulnerable (laughs) that's a great question Um, i think i think one of the hardest things is like i think a lot of times like when i'm like struggling with something or going through like a really hard time and feeling like 
I think it can be easy to feel like God is far away in that time. And Mm -hmm. I think, or to feel like God is like not there when we're struggling with things. Um, And I think that that can be something where it's like, why am I going to put my hope in something that I like can't feel or that Mm -hmm. I can't Mm -hmm. see or understand or like, it feels like God's not here. Like I'm struggling. What's happening? Where is God? Like God promised that he'd be here. And I think it's wrestling through that. Like God, God is there all the time. Like we just might not always like be able to see it perfectly in that moment. But I think like in every single time, which I can't stand. By the way. That's, that's, that's also <laughs> yes. one of my, no, favorites. it's hard. And I think the, I think the only thing that helps me is like getting through that hard time and then looking back and being like, Oh, I can see like how God mm-hmm. was there. Like mm-hmm. I can see how God used that. Or I can see how like, God gave me a community to help me like through that hard time. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's like being able to go through hard things and know that you don't have to go through them alone. Like you can talk with other people like, and you can like, and I do like consistently like pray and like talk to God about it. But then I think it's looking back like after I've gotten through it and being like, okay, I can see that God was there. And then that gives me, that gives me hope for like the next time that I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey God, God like helped me through that before. Like I can, I can get through this now. Mm-hmm. But I think that that is probably my biggest struggle. Yeah. That might be most people. Yeah. Everything If I could point to God and be like, and here he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that'd be so like, great. Like, like then it becomes, it, it, it's easier. Cause, cause it is impossible to, I mean like, like you have to, to have faith and mm-hmm. and there's a whole nother conversation but like the you can't eliminate faith in either direction whether you want to put your faith in god or not in god mm-hmm. either one of those is faith a faith jump mm-hmm. and and the question is which faith jump do you do you think mm-hmm. is the best one to take mm-hmm. or that, that you have more confidence in mm-hmm. and that's the thing is that like i can't yeah i i, I can't prove god mm-hmm. i also can't disprove god and therein lies the tension. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, so everything Sarah said is true. I think it's a lot easier for me to look back at situations and be like, God was there. But in that situation, I'm like, what the heck, God? Yeah. Where are you? <laughs> God, come um, on. I think the biggest thing in the past couple, I'd say year, maybe months, is that like that neutral feeling of like, it's not this super high on God and not this like struggle. It's just kind of that neutral of been like mm-hmm. figuring out where he, yeah, the eh of figuring out like I logically, I think I, I think I fully put my hope in Jesus, but then those moments of just kind of like, eh, where I'm like in a routine or I'm not spending time mm-hmm. with God. That's when I like catch myself putting my hope in other things a lot more than God. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, my mind just went blank. <laughs> you're getting too vulnerable and you're whoa, like, like, filter. Whoa, shut uh, that down we can't let the world know that no 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 um so i'm trying to think of what i was gonna say you're uh, a minister you can't be admitting this i stuff. can't be admitting come on Emma. i think so okay here we go this is what i was gonna say i was talking to molly about this and this was after a whole conversation of like doing for god versus just being with god which is a whole nother thing that I was struggling with, but Molly asked the question and she's going to hate that. I said, but Molly's like, I love talking with Molly cause she asks such good questions mm-hmm. that like really do help me figure out what's going on in my head. But she was like, well, have you like asked God to come hang out with you or like for the desire to be there to hang out with him or like to invite him into your space. And I was like, Oh, oh I, should do that. <laughs> I was like, that's good. And I was like, well, I think I do. And she's like, you probably don't or like she was like i was like i think i've thought about it and she's yeah. like well you can do that and i was like mm, that's a good point and mm-hmm. so i think a struggle that i really have is just like not the immediate like i wish i could just have a phone call with god because mm-hmm. i stink at sitting in silence or like mm-hmm. experiencing god in that way and i want mm-hmm. those like immediate reactions because i'm a very impatient person mm-hmm. so like learning and like struggling through those moments of just like when i think god's not there he is it's just me not inviting him in and yeah. working through that yeah which yeah. i don't know if that answered yeah. your question and, whatsoever no, but yeah and i think like going along with that i think it's hard because we like 
can't see God in a physical way. Mm -hmm. And so like. And regularly. Yes. Or like, I mean, most people aren't hearing from God in like a super audible voice. Like, or like. It's not the burning bush. burning bush. Yeah. Listen to me, my child. I'd be like, whoa. (laughs) But I do think that that's why it's important to be in a community of people Mm -hmm. that are like also trying to follow Jesus because I think God can like speak through other people and like we can can experience God through other people. And I think in that way, like, I mean, it can be negative, a negative Mm -hmm. experience, but when it's a positive experience, I think Mm -hmm. like the flip side of what we spent most of this podcast talking about, like when you're actually experiencing people that are following Jesus and are living like Jesus, Mm -hmm. I think that that can help be a representation of God. And I think Mm -hmm. that that, I mean, that's what, if you're following Jesus, that's what we're called to be and to do. And I think when you do have a positive experience in that way, it can be, it can be easier to combat what Mm -hmm. I was saying. Oh yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, the thing is God, like, like, like I don't want any of this to be like, you know, we're just crapping on Christian communities and that there's no need for them because I do think it's a way that God reveals himself or Mm -hmm. shows up is through community. I think it's through the Bible and then nature. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's part of how we, we see God, Mm -hmm. right. Um, is, is in community, but that is the, the danger of it is that when I say that and that community hurts you, then, then that's not God, Mm -hmm. but then uh, it's natural that those Mm -hmm. questions would then start, Mm -hmm. which is actually my thing. And putting hope in in Jesus is that Jesus. So, you know, the invitation to follow Him, uh, we've made that clear over and over again. The invitation is to follow Jesus. But Jesus talking about this community, He promised. He said, "This is a promise." He said that if if I want to believe Him and follow Him, this is something I, I should mm-hmm. believe. Is that Jesus said He would build His community. His mm-hmm. the the Greek word is ekklesia. And he said he would build his community, which is different than church. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's different than a building and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But he said he would build his community. And my biggest struggle putting hope in Jesus is that there have been seasons, um, <laughs> maybe still in one, I don't know. But <laughs> there have been seasons where I struggle to see that community. And mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> there can be different reactions. That some people will be like. Well, of course it's hard to see it. It doesn't exist. Okay, and other people are like, oh, just go to church. And that's the thing. I do, and I have been, okay, my whole life. And in fact, like, none of this is bashing any church I've ever been to, Mm -hmm. but I did start to share. One of the reasons I started going to counseling, actually, was because of church hurt that Mm -hmm. I experienced, and I didn't know the healthiest way to deal with it. And and I shared some of it, both with a counselor and uh, a friend, and... And their reaction was, why are you still a Christian? <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing is that like, I wasn't, yeah, I, I mean, and, and in fact, like, I mean, anyway, like, and I don't even want to unpack all that cause it's mm-hmm. not, it wouldn't be beneficial or healthy. But my point is, is that like, I do have some direct experience of being really hurt by people who say that they're following Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and so then everything we just said starts happening for me that I'm mm-hmm. like, and especially for me, my job is to help people follow Jesus yeah. or see Jesus or whatever. But here I am, the people, my people, my tribe, my whatever and stuff, they're, they're doing this to me. Like, why would I invite people into that? Why would I like, and I struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And this is not just one church or one organization. This is like across multiple years and lots of struggles that, that, Again, I handle healthy ways sometimes and mm-hmm. unhealthy ways a lot of the time. And and so, but it's funny when I got asked that question, why are you still a Christian? It, you know, the answer is, is Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I do not want to give up on Jesus. And there, and again, not that this is an excuse for any pain or hurt that I've experienced or you've experienced, but I know awesome people like mm-hmm. you two and 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 many others that are in these broken places mm-hmm. that I do see glimpses of that community. 
Mm-hmm. I see people loving and caring for others, sacrificing on behalf of other people, putting other people first. And do they get it right all the time? Of course not. But when they get it wrong, they are pretty quick to admit it, mm-hmm. to apologize. And 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 I so I see glimpses of that mm-hmm. community. I know it exists. I've visited other places around the country and I've seen it. And so I know like, there's something deep inside me that I mm-hmm. can't let go of that because I have seen it. But... I'd be lying to be like, I feel that all the time or, or I mm-hmm. see that all the time because mm-hmm. for sure there are challenges in seeing that. And so th- my, my encouragement in that as we start to wrap up is that like wherever you're at in this, I told like, like I think at least for me specifically, I feel like I've been all over the place mm-hmm. in this conversation mm-hmm. that like I've been <laughs> the one that has like been super hurt and mad, super, <laughs> super sad and depressed, super like. I love Jesus and like let's everybody Kumbaya. Like yeah. And so like I've been <laughs> I've been all over. Yeah. And so I I relate to a lot of, of where people are at. Um but yeah, I would again just no matter what, just consider Jesus. Mm-hmm. And 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 that that's the thing that I always want to point to. You can disagree with that. We'd love to hear your disagreement. You can <laughs> hit us up anytime and be like, Nate, that was not helpful. Emma, that wasn't helpful either. Or whatever it is you want to say, you can let us know. Uh, as long as we can have a conversation about True, it, okay? Yeah. You're gonna just yell at me. Uh, email Tyler. Uh, <laughs> uh, but oh, poor Tyler. But if you want to have a conversation, we would love to have a conversation because we readily admit we don't get everything right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. any closing thoughts from either one of you i would just say like i mean throughout this whole podcast we've talked about like things that we put we can put our hope in and like what happens when we put our hope in things that aren't jesus or th- just like a lot of that what you were saying a lot of that pain and hurt that you've experienced or may have experienced and i think I would just say I think it's so helpful to remember that like those experiences are not Jesus mm-hmm. and but that Jesus is worth putting your hope in or considering putting your hope in him mm-hmm. because I think we've like kind of danced around actually explicitly saying that but I do I do think that like for all of us like we would say that putting our hope in Jesus is worth it totally and it, worth and it. it's and it helps all of those other things because then it doesn't like, make them disappear. Though. It doesn't make them disappear, <laughs> but it helps because you're not putting your hope in those things yep. when your hope is in Jesus. So that's 100%. my final thought. Yeah. 100%. I think my final thought is those things that you're, there's a difference between putting your hope in things and hoping for things. Mm-hmm. So like hoping for a good job and for a great family are not bad things yeah. to hope for. for like sure. totally okay to hope for them. But I think it's just figuring out, when you cross that line of hoping for them and putting your hope in them mm-hmm. is I think the big thing mm-hmm. to wrestle with of like, and cause you have to put your hope in something. So for figure sure. out what you're putting your hope in and if it's worth it. My thing is Jesus is worth it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Tell us what yeah. you're putting your hope in. Yeah. I love it. Well, my final thing is that this has been a heavy and lighthearted conversation. <laughs> It's been a little bit all over the place. We hope you find it helpful and that it inspired you to continue this conversation. But in the meantime, we want all of you to stay awesome. Stay freaking awesome. See you.